guys. Welcome to another episode on our series of podcasts on infant baptism. I'm Pastor Stuart Amadon from Christ Church Opelousas, and with me as always is Pastor Brandon Neely, lead pastor of all of Christ Church. What's up, Pastor B? What's up? Happy, what's today? Wednesday? Yeah, great day. Had a great lunch. Thanks for the Jimmy John's. (laughs) You know, I reached deep into my pockets for that one, so I'm glad that you appreciated it. Um, Spicy Italian. (laughs) It was good. I'm they feeling good. They didn't pay for this plug, so I don't. I, we got to stop. We gotta, that's true. That's true. We got to buy these advertising spots. So today we're continuing our discussion on infant baptism, and we're getting into the idea of circumcision. Mm. But what more so circumcision was, right? Yeah, what sure. It, what it was for the people of Israel. Yeah, we are going to be talking about the concept of a sign. Circumcision as a sign. Yeah, we preached on this this past week a little bit. We did, yes, we did. And we've talked about signs and seals in other podcasts. Right. But in particular, I want to talk about circumcision as a sign, and and even more specifically, what is it a sign of? Precisely. Oh, okay. Precisely. Okay. All right. So just to warm up, we know, of course, that circumcision is a sign. Right. Um, it's called that by Paul um, when he's echoing some of the context of Genesis chapter 17 and the Abrahamic covenant. Okay. And we know what a sign is, especially if we've been listening to this podcast. The rainbow was a sign of God's faithfulness to his promise to Noah. That's right. That's right. right. It's a visible reminder. It's an object, an action, an event, or a person that has yeah. a deeper meaning. It's like an object lesson. It's like Passover. Same difference. That's right. It's Passover was a sign. The Passover lamb is a sign. The blood on the doorpost is a sign. Right. 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 Circumcision was a sign as well that reminded and confirmed God's promises to Abraham and to the people there. Hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, the sign isn't the promise. That's, that's important to distinguish there. Okay. That adds nothing to the promise. It takes away nothing from the promise. It's okay. the sign of, the, of promise. the promise. It's a visible display of the promise. It's like the Lord's Supper, of course, the cup poured out is a sign of Christ's blood being poured out to fulfill the terms of the new covenant. And this is why when the Judaizers were going around in Galatians and saying that you must be circumcised in order to be saved, Paul was like, wait a second. That's right. They are elevating sign above promise. Right. Okay. You, the sign doesn't add to the promise, and that's one of the mistakes that the Roman Catholics make, mm. that the sacrament or the Eucharist of the Lord's Supper is the means through which one is saved. They are modern-day Judaizers. Mm. The sign doesn't add to the promise. It is a sign. It signifies from God. God, It's God condescending to our earthly level Mm. and speaking to us in tangible, real ways. Mm. You know, the miracles were signs. Mm. Yeah. And of course, Exodus, there's plenty of signs there under Moses, and those miracles authenticated the authority of Moses. Right. Just as the miracles of Jesus authenticated the authority of Jesus. Right, right. Those were signs. Mm -hmm. Um, We know that uh, Paul and the disciples were authentic apostles because they were... Because signified, of yeah, yeah, because of the miracles. Judas' kiss sense. was a sign, right? It was a sign signifying a betrayal. Oh, I a betrayal you. in his heart, but it was a sign to the Jewish, to the uh, to the um, uh, temple guards that this is the man. Mm, I mean, so signs are everywhere. Signs, signs, rocking on the scenery, breaking breaking my mind. Uh, I got nothing for you. Is that are those song lyrics? Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, that fell like a lead balloon. Okay, moving on. I'm old. You're not. <laughs> it's okay. All right, we'll have to play this song for you later in the truck, and because it's just impossible that you don't know that song. Who is this by? I don't even know, actually. <laughs> I 
I don't even want to guess. Oh, that's fantastic. So oh, these signs, of course, had to be symbolic. The feeding of the 10,000 with bread is okay. a sign. The healing of the blind man is a sign. Leprosy okay. was a sign. Healing of leprosy was a sign. Hmm. I think okay. people are getting it. Yeah, we see it. So Lots circumcision, yeah, that's how God spoke in picture, pop-up picture book illustrations for his people. Yeah, okay, got it. Circumcision was a sign as well, and I think we can see it pretty clearly. It's the shedding of blood. Okay. And Paul uh, equates it in Colossians 3 to regeneration, to the washing away of the old man, or the cutting off and the discarding mm-hmm. of the old man, of the flesh, mm-hmm. of the Adamic man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? So when you are circumcised in your heart... You are given a circumcised heart, a new heart, a fleshy yeah. heart. You are regenerated. Yeah. Makes sense? Yep, it does. You are washed, and you are, you know, as a result of that, united to, to Christ. That's circumcision is a sign of all of those various things. Okay, I got it. Okay. Um, now, we're kind of just asserting a lot of this stuff and running through it real quick. Right. But here's where, here's the real rub of the debate. Okay, okay? go. I'm ready. For a Baptist, circumcision... And baptism, they were not signs from God to man necessarily. Okay. At least not ultimately, but rather they were signs of that individual's faith. Okay. So Abraham received circumcision. Okay. As a sign of his faith to God. Well, you and you could see the immediate. That's what problem. they would teach. Yeah, I, I get that, but there's an immediate. There's a problem right there behind it. I think so. Yeah. Well, because. What about his kids? Yeah, you're right. right. <laughs> because Esau was also circumcised. Is it a sign of his faith? Mm, right. See, that's the that's the real problem. If if baptism, for say, is a sign of someone's faith, it's someone signifying to God, I believe, mm-hmm. I've decided, mm-hmm. and here's the sign that I'm going to show all my friends and God of the faith that's on the inside of me. It's a visible sign of an inward faith. They would say. Right. Yep. I've heard that before. The problem is, how many people have been baptized who do not have faith? A lot. A lot, yep. So as a sign of faith, it is a poor sign. It's an inconsistent sign, at the very least. Yeah. Yeah. So perhaps we are to say it's a sign that someone will probably have faith. Maybe. You know, even then, it's not a great sign. Okay. I I would like to uh, assert that circumcision and baptism are both... Very accurate, always accurate signs. Okay. And that they always indicate the same thing, whether it be for a believer or an unbeliever. Okay. So Esau's circumcision and Abraham's circumcision means exactly the same thing. Explain. Um, If circumcision is not a sign of someone's internal faith, but a sign of the righteousness that comes through faith, the righteousness that is promised to us in the gospel by grace through faith, the righteousness of Christ then that promise can be given to Esau and it can be given to Abraham whether or not they receive that promise in faith. Mm, because it is, is for them. their children and their children's children. That's right. So ah. what I'm saying is that the sign of circumcision and the sign of baptism is from God to man, not from man to God. Ah, I got it. I got it. I got it. Now we're going to need to do a little searching and you have your um, internet up there. I got some so internet. If you could it's just... I, I can't find the precise... Text and I don't find it in my notes here. Okay, hit me. But it's Paul talking about sign, um, and just type in um, a sign of the righteousness of faith, Bible verse, and it should come up for us real quick. <clears throat> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Romans four eleven. 
All right, would you read that for us? Romans 4.11. Uh, what version would you like it? Because I got uh, a lot. It doesn't matter. He ESV, received, This is ESV. He received the sign of circumcision as a seal of the righteousness that he had by faith while he was still uncircumcised. All right. So there's a lot there. Okay. We know that circumcision is a sign, okay. and it's a seal. Mm-hmm. Baptism is also a sign and a seal. Okay. Um, it's a sign of what, though? What does the precise text say there? It says... Oh, I lost verse 11. The righteousness that he had by faith while right. he was still uncircumcised. So it's a sign of the righteousness uh-huh. that he had by faith. Okay. Now, this is a difficult little section to translate. No one's trying to fight over that too much. Okay. Okay, it is a difficult section to translate. Is it a sign of his faith? That's where they get it from this passage right here. Mm-hmm. Or is it, like I'm saying, a sign of the righteousness that comes by faith? Mm. Now, I think I'm right. Okay. Okay? okay. I think that circumcision is a sign of the righteousness. What righteousness? The righteousness of Christ. Christ, who is our righteousness. I could even say it in a succinct manner. Circumcision is a sign of Christ. Who is our righteousness? Mm-hmm. Who was cut off and mm-hmm. poured out his blood for us as the seed of Abraham? Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. that is see what circumcision really looks like. Yep. That's a good sign. And if it's given to Abraham or if it's given to Esau, it means the same exact thing the promises for you and for your children. Now, whether or not they receive those promises is on them. Mm-hmm. But the mm-hmm. promises are there, and they have the sign of those promises on their very body. Okay. I got it. See, that's very important. Okay. Circumcision is not a sign of our inward faith. Mm. It is a sign of the promise. And the promise goes to infants, the mm. infants of Christians. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? As Peter says, the promise is to you and to your children. Mm-hmm. We do not need to wait and see if they receive those promises to give them the sign of the promises. Got it. But if it is a sign of faith, then it makes sense that we should wait till they have faith to give them the sign of faith. Mm-hmm. But it's not a sign of faith. Mm. It's a sign of righteousness that comes by faith. Okay. I okay. see. I think what I'm saying is much more consistent. Okay. Okay. It always means the same thing for every person, mm-hmm. and it authenticates God's very promise. When you see that sign, mm-hmm. the sign of baptism, mm-hmm. or in the Old Testament, the sign of circumcision, mm-hmm. you can believe it. You can bank on it. If you trust in the blood of Jesus Christ, you will be saved. You will be washed. You will be cleansed. You will be circumcised of heart. Mm-hmm. Or in New Testament, you will be baptized by the Spirit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, both mm-hmm. speaking about regeneration. Right, right. Makes sense? Yes. God has always given to his consecrated people a visible, tangible token from God that if we meet the terms of the covenant, which is faith in Christ, mm-hmm. he will keep his side of the agreement. Mm-hmm. It's as if we have his very signature at the bottom of the check. Not everyone who has the token has believed, but everyone who has the token and believes will be saved and saved to the uttermost. If you've been baptized, you have the sign of his promise. You should presume upon that mm-hmm. and trust him for salvation. Amen. 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 Guys, thank you guys so much for joining us for another episode of our series of podcasts on infant baptism. If you're looking for other resources, you can go to wearechristchurch.com. You can also go to sermonaudio.com and search keyword, We Are Christ Church. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time.